I have some exciting news. What news? You are fake news. Well, that's good news. Triple M Breakfast with Rude and Lies. Overnight news. Who's up first? King Charles has oh. cancer. You'll hear this in the news and you'll hear it all day. Big, big story. The brand new king. Uh, now, they're saying it's not prostate cancer, right. uh, but they're not really telling us much more, are they? They were, He went in for an examination and had the enlarged prostate, which he'll be receiving treatment for, but that was not cancerous. They haven't told us what kind of cancer he has. They mm. just said that they've discovered some yeah. while they were in there. I think it's an interesting choice to tell us that he has cancer but not what kind, because mm. I think it's going to cause a media frenzy. Yeah, does that mean it's serious? Well, yeah, and the speculation is just going to be insane. You would have thought they'd keep it to themselves before they were ready to really, unless they were threatened with some sort of He might exposing. have to stand down. If he gets really crook. Um, yeah, it's ugh. it could be serious. Yeah. They, they take really good care of themselves, the royals. That's mm. why they live so long, because they have medical examinations constantly. Mm. Um and so they, they probably caught it early, whatever it is, because mm. he's going in for checks all the time. So mm. hopefully they've caught it early. But One yeah. pint Willie oh. might be the new king soon. Yeah. That's what they've called that? him. Oh, one, one pint Willie. They reckon well, he just said it's treason there. I reckon he, he can't drink. His, his brother-in-law's coming out overnight in another story. Oh, William? Yeah. Mm. One pot screamer. And they yeah. call him in the family. One pint Willie. They call him in the family. One pint Willie. Oh, a glass no. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Anyway. Aussie, Kylie Minogue, she's... Cleaned up at the Grammys for uh, Perdom Perdom. She uh, hasn't had another one for 20 years ago, was it? Yeah, it's been 20 years since she's won Fair a Grammy. Break. She's not huge in the US. She's really big in Australia and the UK, and she's sort of slowly starting to like creep into the US at this Massive time. in the UK. And that was all on the back of Neighbours. Uh, pardon? For, what was her Grammy for? This one. This song that you're this hearing. This one that you're hearing. Yeah. Have you heard this? We don't play it on Triple M. not really my type, but... It's not your jam. I don't mind it. I, I mean, I think the Can't Get You Out of My Head song is one of the great yeah. dance songs of oh, all I like time. Kylie. Yeah, she's all right. And uh, from Kylie to Miley, Miley Cyrus, Miley. She, she won her first Grammy. And um, what I thought was really interesting, and, and congratulations, not to take it away from her, but she was on the red carpet. <laughs> her bodyguard was carrying an umbrella and it weren't raining. And people started going, why is he carrying an umbrella? And all of these security guards started commenting and saying, because he needs a weapon. Oh. And I was like, what? And then they were saying, no, do? a lot. Well, they, they use it as like a, they bash Poke people. Poke them in the they, eye. <laughs> yeah. No, but it could be some sort of secret. James Bond. Yes. Oh. It might be like he pushes a button and venom comes oh. out and spits at you like a cobra. I don't think it's got a machine gun in it. Well, it could be. Yeah. Well, if they have or, to flee the building, do they float down like Mary Poppins <laughs> did? <laughs> Miley Poppins. My, my, coming right. at you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congrats to everyone who cleaned yeah. up at the Grammys. Taylor Swift is the first person to win four albums of the year. So, right. yeah, it was uh, ladies' night. I've read a story overnight that uh, tickled my funny bone. Grew up watching Batman and Robin. So yeah. Going back to, I was a kid in the 70s. And this was a huge show. I had my utility Adam belt. Adam West? Yeah, Adam yeah. West. But Bert Ward was Robin. Okay. And Bert has come out and said that um, his package was too big. Pardon? And he had to take pills. His pay package? No, downstairs. Huh? And then, you know, they wore the very the tights. The oh, lycra. with the undies on top. So the Catholic advocacy group <gasps> complained, rang the network and said, um, could you please get rid of the bulge? He had to take pills to reduce his... Old fella, before they'd fit. You are kidding yeah. me. And I just want to add it to the file of things I will never, ever say in my <laughs> lifetime. I had to take pills because it was too big. <laughs> oh, what a good problem to I have. wonder if the market for the penis shrinking pills was large. <laughs> <It's> booming. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> 
For all your steel supplies, it has to be Centurion Steel. Centurion.com.au G'day, it's Tex Walker from the Crows. Come on. Let's talk about Tex. Let's talk about Tex. He's back for 2024. How are you, Tex? Oh, very good. Did you miss me? I have missed you, Dick. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I've missed you. (laughs) It's not reciprocal. You sent a message to me, oh, I don't know, about a month ago, and I replied, I didn't understand what it meant. Yeah. So I replied, what do you mean? Yeah. And I'm still waiting for a reply. I can't say it on air. Oh, you can't? No, but I'll tell you in the break. Okay. Yeah. What time of the day was it and what day of the week was it? Yeah, it was a bit later in the day, so I think there was some Sav Blancs uh, um, consumed. Mm. Afternoon. How are you, Loz? I'm good. How are you? Good. Very good. Oh, good to see you, mate. Right, good to have you back uh, in. You're only here for a little bit, and we pay you by the minute, all right? So uh, <laughs> it's very expensive, Loz. Hey, um, minute man, they call uh, Pretty good year last year, but Miss Fong, I mean, not talking about you, yeah. talking about the whole team here. Very good. Yeah. Where does the improvement come from? What are you seeing? What are, what are you talking about down there at the moment? Well, we, what do we have? Three kids that come in in, in the draft. So hopefully they can, um, not hopefully, they will help us initially. The, the three boys that come in, Charlie, Oscar and um, Dan, have, have been super impressive. Um, be up there with one of the better drafts I reckon we've had for a period of time. And really exciting. confident with yeah. them. Yeah, no, they've been really good and haven't missed a beat. The boys, Dan's had a... Had a few um, quiet weeks Daniel the last Curtin. few weeks. Yep, Dan Curtin. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Drapes, as we've... That's him, Drapes. Yep. Old Drapes. Yeah, a few other nicknames for him. But mm. um, <laughs> And then obviously the guys that have played, you know, the 30, 40, 50 games, they're the guys that are going to um, help out continual improvement. And um, they're looking good, some of the boys. So it's been an exciting pre-season and... It's the shortest pre-season ever, Dits. Is it? Shortest pre-season ever. For all clubs ever. or? For all clubs, mm. yeah. Why is that? Uh, probably with the new CBA and all the rules at, at the time that you come back. And um, so, yeah, it's what we have, three, what, two, three weeks pre-Christmas and then it's about four or five weeks post-Christmas and we've got our internal over in Port Lincoln uh, in about two weeks. So. Now, last year, two yeah. of your very exciting young players, Michelle and Saligo, you'd expect yeah. that they improve <laughs> as well, surely, because they're only young fellas. Yeah, oh, Saligo's been super impressive this preseason. He's probably, I'd, I was actually saying to Keezy yesterday, Keezy and Saligo have been my top two trainers okay. um, this preseason. So it's it's been exciting, and those two boys have been leading the way. A few injuries around at the moment. I know uh, Saligo said the, he's going to be fine in a couple of weeks and Miller should be back in two or three and same with Butts but uh, I guess that's what happens at this time of the year when there's uh, trainings at full flight. Yeah, especially you come down on Friday, Rue. We, we I saw Butts we'll, do his hamstring. We are playing uh, a bit of match sim so yeah, it's, I suppose it opens yourself to a, a few injuries here and there but um, yeah, they're only a couple of weeks. Well, weekers, the big Texan looked right down there just yeah, reporting. Really. Still coming got off, it, the big fella. A great year. Still, yeah. got, Still it. got it. Righto. <laughs> How are you going down at Alvin? Flying. Flying? Yeah. Mm. I'm not giving Airways. away anymore. Will our, flying. Will our good mate Bruce Abernathy get on the board there? Or? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't know. When Have do you we voted? find that out, actually? Have I voted? Have you voted? Yeah. <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> become Be a, a member. member. I've got become, a form here for you. I've got well, a you want me to become a member of Port Adelaide Why not? so I can vote? Support us. I'll just say, go for Bruce. It's good for the competition to support all the clubs. The right, I, I can remember people like Dermot Brewer, and he was a member of about eight different clubs when he played. So when did you what? join the yeah, Crows? When did you really? become a Crows member then, if it's such a good Membership's thing? full, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, they did. People like that joined other clubs to support it. Bulldust. I'm telling you the truth. Eight memberships. Really? He did. I, I heard him talk about it one day. Never heard of that. Yeah. And he's not the only one. Other players do it, do it or did it. Mm. Right, what? Right. What? Is what? Is he to support to them? Yeah. 
Financially. Yeah. I don't know if I like the idea of <clears throat> people being able to vote and that sort of thing that aren't real supporters. So how many mm. members do Port have? Oh, It's a record. Was it like 50,000? No, nah, it's more than that. Yeah. It's in the 60s, yeah. So yeah. the 20,000 dog uh, oh, members that you got, will they vote? <laughs> no, there's more of them. We, it was like, well over 20 now. Oh, right. Yeah, we did a good campaign. If you include the cats as well. Yeah. And the cats. So what's yeah. that? It's interesting to see how cats and dogs use technology. Mm. Mm. All right. All right. It's getting. <laughs> I've missed you, Dits. Yeah, I can tell. All You're right. a pest. You are the world's biggest pest. Um, hang on, I want to ask you about one more player, Riley Thilthorpe. Mm. He's been my top three. Yeah. He's my third. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I mentioned what so far has been top. Yeah. No, he's not my top three. He's my top three biggest pest. <laughs> Who's that? Speaking of pest, Peddler, yeah. number one. Is there, anyone, is there anyone not training well or, you know, going really badly? <laughs> There's a few. I've told them. <laughs> oh, what? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you who. All right. More with Texas. <laughs> well, Edward's get a game in round one. <laughs> He'll be close. A couple of hamstrings and things have happened at training this week um, or the last couple of weeks. Round one, if you were to pick your tall defenders right now, who do you think they are? Round like this yeah, week, anyway. Round one. No, 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 no. Well, when we get to round no. one, who's who's going to be who? Are the, who are the talk? Because you actually have got a lot of good defenders. Yeah. Um, well, it's probably Butts and Keane are leading the way for our keys, and Dan Curtin's going really well. Josh Worrell. Can he play <sighs> key defender? Yeah, he's he's huge. He's two hundred centimeters. Who? Dan Curtin or no, one ninety eight or Worrell, Worrell, Worrell. Oh yeah, he's going really well. Yeah. So really Dan well. Curtin could play round one. He's a big chance. Yeah, but he might play as a halfbacker. Half back, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well done. Done with your footy check? I have. Thank you, boss. All right. Let's get to the important stuff. Yep. Um, that we, There was a video of you that uh, appeared online, and mm. I just can't handle the talent text. It's oh, just no. so much. It's just overflowing. Uh, you, you, different you, avenues. Incredible intelligence, obviously. You're yep. an insane mm. athlete. Keep you know, going. Stunning to look at. Yeah, I'll keep going. And then sure. add the voice to this, the singing. You are a cinema, I could watch it forever. Action, thriller, I could watch it forever. What song are you watching? We need to get in the cover of Taylor Swift songs. What? Cinema. Yeah. Who sang that? Me. You don't know that? No. Tex has claimed it now. It's his. I probably did know it until Tex sang it. Yeah. What did you think? This. Terrific. Yeah. No, real future. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Aussie Idol, they're singing along. <laughs> yeah, I got caught up in that. We've been caught up in maths as well. Oh, really? No. Uh, what have you well, moved on from Home and Away? No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick that over Home and Away. Mm. No, nah, it's uh, just after Home and Away, so it's sort of. Frozen home and Away's in. gotten very risky. Like every time an ad comes on, it's just pashing, just mm. nonstop. That's why we love it. Yeah, that's right. Just all suddenly. <laughs> what about in. our rumor last year? Is any is anything happened there? Yeah, or has right. your What's management rumor? spoken to their management that you might be making an appearance? Don't know. Hey. Oh, let's see. Yes. <laughs> See Tex singing at the bar at the Salt Cafe. Singing cinema. Imagine that. Oh. See Tex on math. <laughs> Imagine how Ellie's schnooking yeah. would feel about that. <laughs> Ellie would have to put you in the draft first. Uh, yeah. 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 She'd happily That's put me in the draft already. All right. Uh, dad joke to finish with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I was, um, I'm thinking about getting a pet termite. Mm. Oh. I'm going to call it Clint. Mm. Clint Eatswood. Clint Eatswood.
Good stuff. Get out. Great stuff. Really good stuff. Good to have you back. We've got another, what, 10 months of this coverage. I can't wait. More of that. I don't think you'll beat that all year. Get out. Really? Starting strong. Ladies. Unlocking the mysteries of the female mind. The women run the country. On Triple M Breakfast with Roy Ditts and Loz, it's the Angels. Uh, Loz, uh, let's say good morning to the Angels. Who have we got with us this morning? We've got Em and Alessia this morning. Yes. Good morning, ladies, assistant producers. Yeah. Good morning. Now, Ditts, you came across this article. Well, it's one of those fall off the couch moments. I was watching yeah. the 7 News last night. A businessman on the Gold Coast, Ian Grace, had this to say. I don't think it's necessary. Young kids don't need to be saying... Why can't I see that lady's bottom? If all of a sudden guys started walking around and they bared their bums the same way, we'd be lambasted, castigated, all those big words. Don't do that. But then again, blokes wouldn't do it. We just don't think about that. Why would I want to stick a thong up there and show my bare bum to everyone? All right, so what he wants is the G-string. He wants the G-string bikini to be banned. Look, he has since been shot overnight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Why does he live on the Gold Coast? I know, he's gone straight to the mecca of the G-string bikini. Home of meter maids. Yeah. Goodness me. He's, he's a slow learner. He's, he's They're been like there for jeans a few years. over there. All right. G string bikinis. Tell us about it, girls. I mean, are you comfortable with it? I don't even know what question to ask Is you. Is he What's... okay at the beach with them? Well, I think his main gripe was that girls leave the beach and walk into coffee shops or the shopping centre yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Emily, what do you think about all this? I don't know. Like, I can understand going into the coffee shop with your G-string on. That's a bit much. You're a bit like, whoa. But then, like, I also don't care at the same time. Like, it's like boys walk around with their shirt off. So mm, yeah. Boys wouldn't walk down the parade with their board shorts on But if you're at Bondi yes, Beach. They do. They do yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. In Norwood. Or let's like, say Unley Road or whatever. You do it down the beach yeah, and say Jetty Road. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's so you come off the beach, it, you want to go and buy a quick drink or something. That's you okay. And you're, that's orders. fine. I yeah. think it's beach adjacent stuff he doesn't that's, like. He doesn't like yeah. it because he's obviously. Well, he's not even happy walking off the beach to go to get a coffee or something. Yeah. I think, really? I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going all the way inland. To... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> insane. If they're doing that, then <laughs> it's too far. Alessia, can you see this catching on where you'll actually come into the office, um, you know? Oh, dits. Where... Oh, I'm God. still trying to stop now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being stupid. I'm not, I wasn't even <laughs> mean it. Well, I didn't actually... Well, you're ahead. No, look, if you could, girls, <laughs> I'd like you to kneel down at home. Before, and if your skirt doesn't touch the ground, yeah. um, you're not, you can't leave the house. That's a very good house. point. Mm. Yeah. Also, this is the thing, like, what constitutes a G-string bathers? Because sometimes you just have a wedgie. So is he going to go around and pluck people's wedgies out and go, ah, too Absolutely. much cheek? You know, mm. like, it's just, what's a G-string? What's just a high-cut brief? It's uh, these right. rules. Alessia, just... what's, what's your take on it? Look, I think if you're down at the beach... And you're going into, you know, down at Henley Beach, there's a food land across the road. And I know they're very funny about what you, I don't think they let you in, even oh, really? guys without a t-shirt on. No. Mm, so yeah. I yeah. think if you're going they into a shop. they got a bouncer there, like yeah, HQ. Yeah. Throw, some, throw even a sarong on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If cover you're going to get an ice cream or something like that, I think it's fine by the beach. Are they comfy, these things? Oh. It depends. Why, depends why, what style why, you've got. why are girls wearing them? Some women Just love asking. the G-string. They, I think they find the it very comfortable. And some the tan. tan lines. Yeah, tan yeah. lines. Yeah. Tan lines. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You, you might as well chink. wear dental floss, though. Fair dinkle. <laughs> From some of them that you see. Yeah, they're pretty skimpy. But, th- th- again, this is a personal choice. Some women find them very uncomfortable and some women find them the most comfortable thing. Yeah, right. It's really? like a split mm. down the middle thing in female Wouldn't society. you feel like you're starkers? You've got a wedgie. Well, you kind you of are, you kind of are. But it's the beach. I mean, people get right down to the 
then undies at oh, the beach. Have you tried one on, Loz? A G-string? No, for a bikini. Oh, it's not my, it's not my style. Uncomfortable? Yeah, I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit more into the full length 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> ankle all the way down to the ankle. Well, he'll like you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, on the Gold yeah. Coast. Yeah, I'll send him some pictures of me in my turtleneck um, bikini. Goes all the way up. Can't oh, see gee. anything. Just a flick of the wrists, you know. No, all right. I, so, I, quick straw poll. If you left the beach, unless you, do you put something on to go into the shop, or do you just go in anyway? Uh, depends where I'm going. If I'm going into a proper, like for example, at Henley Beach, if I'm going into Foodland, I'm yep. putting, I'm throwing something right. on. Emily, if, if I'm going to get chips, I'm yeah, mm. yeah, I'm the same as Alessia. Put something on. Mm-hmm. Well, if but if you're going to get an ice cream or just like if it were it's appropriate, yep. probably wouldn't. If I'm still wet, yeah, wouldn't put anything on. <laughs> right. But if yeah. I'm going into like a restaurant, uh, Foodland, I'd be putting something on. Okay. What yep. about you, Dits? Right. Yeah, Straight in the budgie smugglers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right right. into melt, just going into the restaurant there. <laughs> it's been the Henley House meal. for these Yeah, Henley House. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll see you down there today. <laughs> Part for 12 months. <laughs> hey, uh, our brand new um, quickie that we do each morning just after seven Five o'clock. seconds, three correct answers. That's it. Um, the Puts other morning. pressure, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So we threw this question at Rue the other morning, name three outback towns, and yeah. uh, we got a fantastic response. Udnadatta, Parramatta, Gundagai. Parramatta, the suburb oh. of Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was singing the old footy song. <laughs> the old footy song of Oakley. Hootna Dada, Parramatta, what the hell's the matter? Yeah, that outback town, Parramatta. Yeah. Anyway, we had a laugh, and then we went to the break, and you started singing your Wakery footy club song. Then Loz broke into song. What's your your club song was? Well, can we hear Ruse in full? Can you do the whole thing? Rick, Rick, rickety, Rick. Oot, oot, ah, kai, ai, ikkity, ai, ikkity, ikkity, ai. Oodna data, Parramatta, what the f and hell's the matter? We the boys that make them scatter. WFC, we are. Oh, oh. Wakery football. Club. Did we win? Right, All right. Well, mine was. It was. It started off. I think my sister and her friends came up with this at a sport. Day mm. and um, <laughs> it, it's taken on lots of forms, mm. but what it is is you get all the kids to do the We Will Rock You. Oh, yeah. oh. This one, and they're all doing it on the ground. Right. And then you come With and you go. Stomping. Sitting in the grandstands, banging on the tin cans. Who can, we can, blue gums can, singing, We will, we will. Beat you. Oh, oh, that's and intimidating. Then, that is. It, there's more, but I won't go into it. But, uh, oh, hairs on the back of the neck. I know, yeah. and all the kids yeah. are going, yeah. like you a hacker almost. I have. Because, you know, obviously I wasn't part of a team as I was travelling around the world trying to win tournaments. And if I did win one, I belted this out. I'm an individual. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right Give us your club song. Can you beat that? Can you beat yeah. Loz's? Can you beat Rue's Wakery football club song? We'd love to hear it. Uh, let's head to my ponga. Shane, what's your song? Yeah, um, my father wrote this song back in the 70s. It's for the my ponga Celtics football club, so yeah. the Mudlarks down south. The Mudlarks, um, yeah. The Mudlarks. So he wrote this back in the days where it was politically incorrect or there was none of that crap going on back then. So we have a few phrases that we tried to get our kids to swap and not sing this a couple of years ago, and yep. they refused not to sing it. So we've got a few lines in there. <laughs> Just saying, keep it clean, Shane, please. Yeah, Otherwise, on, you no. won't be on the radio anyway. No, no. We there's one line saying, "We train on birds and booze. We are the champs. We never lose." Oh. So, so when you have uh, a lot of mini cults singing yeah. that at the age yeah. of no, ten, no. Um, it doesn't work. All right, yeah. I, we did try and change it. Um, I was president for a while when I tried to change it, and it. 
it created issues because my dad wrote it. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's not the best song for kids, but. Uh, <laughs> All the locals love it, nonetheless. All right. All right. All right. Very well nervous, that entire chat. Yes. Yes. Lisa at Paraka, <laughs> what's yours? Uh, I was a marching girl for West Point, and um, our club song uh, went like this. Aringa ronga ronga, aringa ronga roo. The boomerang, the wallaby, the good old kangaroo. Who are, who are, who are we? We are the West Point, W-I-C. Yes. go West Point. Lisa, good. Good on Good on you, Lise. Yeah, I'm fired up. <laughs> Let's go to Parry Hills. Trev, what song you got for us, Trev? Uh, Green Acres uh, Football Club. We're a mighty mob of footballers. Each one is a star. If you want to join us, you'll find us at the bar. If you want to join us, you'll find that we're not slack. Then you'll be a member of the mighty Green and Black. Then it yeah. does all the... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Nice. Good, I like Trevor. that one. Good on you, Trev. Find good. us at the bar. Yeah. good. Yeah. Mark at Taparoo. What's yours, Mark? Yeah, I can have guys here going. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, mine's uh, when I played uh, cricket for the Berry Crew Club years ago, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of success over the years, and uh, it sort of went like this. Under the Berry Grandstand, we stand with a can of super in our hand. Three on the trot is what we got. Played them all, beat the lot. Berry Crew Club, you bloody beauty. Well <laughs> oh, and I think he cleaned that up. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well done, Mark. God. Less of a chart, more of a spoken word it poem was. there. Yeah, really? yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Marino. <laughs> Duano, you got a song? Yeah, sure. I have uh, morning, guys and girls. How are we doing? Good, good thanks. Mate. Yeah, that's good. Uh, listen, I'm tied in with the, uh, the AFL Masters and out at South. We've had a, uh, a club song for a long period of time, and uh, it sort of goes a little bit like this. Um, you got me leading at a hundred degrees. Time you pick it, I go weak at the knees. You kick it over, you kick it over. My beeping head, my beeping head. Over my beeping head, my beeping head. The radiators, wasn't it? Yeah. That. yeah. that was a good one. All right, let's last go. one coming up. Let's head down to Semaphore. John, what do you got for us? Good uh, morning, guys. Uh, this is a song that we used to sing at uh, the Murray Bridge High School. I haven't been there for many years, and I've got no idea whether they still sing it or not, but it goes like, Eena, meena, mink, monk, mink, monk, mink, monk, who's a vis a vis a vis a vivex, rattle, rattle, gobble, gobble, this bomba, Murray Bridge High School, yeah, 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 key, mala, key, mala, walla, walla, key, mala, key, mala, key, mala, vivex, rattle, rattle, gobble, gobble, this bomba, Murray Bridge High School, yeah, yeah. Eric Watts had an interesting beginning with Peter Hellier on Community Radio. You got kicked off because I got kicked off. Because you swore too much. I didn't realise it was a strict Christian radio program. <laughs> but he went on to rule the airways for decades with Rosso and get up to a bit of mischief on Triple M. None of my bosses are listening to the show today, and I've made a captain's call on this, and it could backfire. But since hanging up the headphones, Merrick's found a truly terrible way to make a living. Greg Smith is just the, the combination of comedy, wine, and people and just putting them into a winery and just making a massive day of it. Would you please welcome the very busy Merrick Watts. Yes, from March the 8th down at the Fringe. Merrick, welcome to Triple M. Great to be on. Thanks, guys. Now, Merrick, uh, you show an idiot's guide to wine. Um, tell us all about it. It's probably purposely built for you, Rue. I'm not going to lie. Um, right. It is. It's a, it's a guide. <laughs> no, it's not. 
it's not for idiots to come to. I'm the idiot. People right. don't even need to bring. They don't even need to bring the wine. I bring the wine as well. I bring six wines. That's, oh, six that's wines. how much of an idiot I am. Yeah, people come along and they sit in the Spiegel tent, and I bring six wines, and I use my wine qualifications woven with my award-winning comedy, and I produce a show like no other. So um, people taste wines, and I um, tell them what they're drinking, and talk about the history of the wines and where they come from, and uh, and they learn and laugh and have a great time. Are we talking cask wine, or mm. is it good grog? No, what I do is I get cast wine, but I pour it into bottles. Yeah. And then what I do is I just, <laughs> when people come in, I'm Wait like up. very visually seen to be pouring. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I'm a breeding idiot. So, no, it's all, it's actually really very, very um, good quality wines that I hand select myself. Um, the majority probably in this season probably come from um, South Australia, but from different regions across South Australia. So really looking forward to it. Well, we are the wine state. So, I mean, you, yep. you, you're going to have to do a good job at selling this. You know that. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Humble brag. It's selling itself pretty bloody well. Oh, I won't lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What? What's that? I've got to write up yesterday in the Fringe Guide as one of the shows to go and watch. So I think you guys need to get on my wagon. <laughs> okay, mate. Um, now, I've had a squiz at the Instagram, and you do a lot of wine-based stuff. Grapes of Mirth. Grapes yep. of Mirth, which yep. I've been to is fantastic. Yep. So you've got the wine show, you've got the Grapes of Mirth. I would sort of almost be concerned for you, um, but the... There's a lot of health stuff on your Instagram. You're very fit at the moment. You're sort of doing a lot of running. Yeah. And, and how does that yeah. go? Because my hangovers are sort of like medical episodes. Like how do you drink all that <laughs> wine and then still have the energy to, to be a fit sort of guy? Lois, do you go straight from goon bag straight to rehydration bag, you know, like liquid liquid. <laughs> IV bag? Is yeah. that how you go? Going back to IV bag? I literally, I live with my cousin who's a nurse and I said to her in earnest the other day, can you please put me on a drip? Like, how <laughs> oh do God, we make, how do we make you've this You've gone too thing? far. Yeah. Well, um, look, to be honest, I actually, I, I do pride myself in balancing, you know, the two things because, you know, I have seen it with, you know, with wine. I love it, but I have very, very strict disciplines around it the same way I have strict disciplines around my exercise and my mental health as well. So I, I kind of keep it all in balance, which allows me to do all the things I like to do. So if I don't and it falls out of balance and I can't kind of do and achieve the things that I like to do. So um, balance is really important. I do exercise a lot, but also too, Loz, I did turn 50 in November, so I'm just having the biggest midlife crisis anyone has ever seen. <laughs> like this is like this is going to this will go down in the, the chapters of history. What have you as done? One of the greats. Oh, what am I not doing? I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm half a chance to go and get a pilot's license at the moment. So who knows? <laughs> I mean, really. It's, look, Loz, yeah. I, I started my midlife crisis and I, had, I like to have at least one to two a year, right? Yeah. But currently I'm Gee. having one a week. I'm really? having one a week. Yeah, mm. yeah. Have you but bought I, a I, I, mm. No, no, but I got, as this, I, got a, I got a boat license and I got a jet ski license. You know, two things I don't own. <laughs> uh. Seriously, I may as well have got a rocket ship license because I've got just as much likelihood of owning one. Oh. So. Well, you're here in town on from March the 8th, so, so the last week of the Fringe. If you want to get tickets to go and see Merrick, go to adelaidefringe.com. Com, Merrick, I'm not going to ask you about the time you uh, took a specky on my took back. Took that massive okay? hanger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. Fitzy's wedding. It was out on Adelaide Oval. I was in a full suit and I was wearing dress shoes and I saw Mark Rusciuto there and I went, my God, that guy's won a brown low premiership. What more could he possibly achieve in his career? And I went, I know, he could have a specky taken on him by an overweight comedian. And I went, let's give Rue the trifecta of football. And yeah, I did. So I really well, appreciate for that. I got a photo of it as well. It's up in the pool. It's up in the pool. Room. Thanks, mate. Yeah, mate. All right. All the best, Sam. Thank you. Uh, no Merrick Watts on his way to Adelaide, an idiot's guide to wine. 
three generations, one topic. Have you ever heard of the Generation Gap? On Triple M Breakfast. The Generation Gap. It's the Generation Gap. Talking about my generation. Just because we get around. Okay, let's get into it. On this Tuesday morning, Reedy's on the phone, one of our grumpy old men. G'day, Reedy. G'day, everybody. Uh, uh, so we've got the grumpy old man. We've got Emily, uh, one of our co-producers. Morning, Em. Morning. Uh, what generation do we call you? I actually don't know. Uh, you're a Zoomer. You're a Z, I think. You're oh. a Z. Zoomies. And we've got our music director who uh, will give his phone number out in a moment for anyone that wants to complain about the music. Uh, Vinny, good morning. Not complaining about the Taylor Swift covers. No, no. 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 Yeah. 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 Yesterday was All right. Did All right. Good. Today's topic for the generation gap. Last week, now this actually happened in Sydney, but it applies here. This is one of the big, big private schools in Sydney who's been a boys' school since the 1800s, mm. and it's all about to change. Have a listen to the outcry from the parents. I'm an old boy at the school, and my son is also an old boy, and the intention was always that I'd have a grandson, but I won't bring him to a co-ed school. I'm just afraid that it's all part of this sort of woke, toxic masculinity type palaver that will pass. Yeah, there you go. Toxic, woke palaver. What's palaver? Emily, I want to go to you first. You went to a prestigious all-girls school here in Adelaide. Are you all for it? I... I have two opinions. I've loved being in an all-girls school. Like, I think it was great. I did a co-ed primary school, and I think eliminating distractions with boys and, like, fighting over boys and everything was completely eliminated. So that was great, and everyone got along well. All boys, I don't necessarily agree with. I think it should be co-ed. I think it helps boys interact with girls more, understand how to treat women mm-hmm. and all of those things. So yep. I'm all for co-ed for boys. Either way, I'm not passionate about all girls, but... Hmm. Yeah, but you didn't like, dislike being at an all-girls school? No, I loved it. It was good. Okay. But then it, if I was at co-ed, I don't know if my experience would be different, but I think... Did you get nervous being around boys afterwards? Not really. <laughs> but, like, I think when I started uni, I was a bit like, oh, this is a bit weird, there's boys around. And, like, <laughs> and like it was a bit awkward, but fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. didn't really... Help me back. All right, let's much. go to the grumpy old fella. Reedy, what's your take on this? Well, I went to Plimpton Private. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, uh, Plimpton International High School. It was co-ed. Look, I think with the, the, the problem, you know, men and women, men treating women properly as they should, I think co-ed is a good way to start it. Yep. You know, if you're yep. going to be at school, uh, that bloke who started crying, you could tell he was an old boys, you know, the old school, old yep. school. Um, uh, you're like, bloody hell, give us a break. I think he had a bit going on in his private life. Yeah, bloody hell. Tipped him but, over the edge. Of yeah, the, yeah. But, but I reckon uh, that, that to me, um, we talk about educating, not just men treating women correctly, women treating men correctly as well. I think it, it, it's really a great chance to do that at an early age. Yep. And uh, uh, with the emphasis on that, it wasn't an emphasis when we were there, when I was there, when... That's years ago, but with the emphasis there now, I would have thought that was an excellent opportunity to develop that. Yeah, good. Well put, Reedy. All right, Vinny. I've got two thoughts on this. First, actually, uh, what, what are we calling it? Single-sex schools? Yeah, yeah. yeah. same-sex. What's yeah. the benefit? They reckon good they question. learn better. They learn yeah, better when they're not, not distracted or... Mm. Not yeah. so sure about that. I went to an all boys school, but I tell you what, we um, after you know four, five, six years of all boys, suddenly we had the school social, and they invited the girls' school yeah. down. Yeah. So that was a real bonus, yeah. and yeah. that a real, real eye opener too. Mm. Yeah.
How'd you well, go, Vinny, talking to girls? Oh, no, just hid in the corner because yeah. it was too scary because well, we'd never seen a girl in our whole life. Same. I went to an all-boys school, and I don't mind saying, I reckon myself and my group of friends were useless. We were hopeless at interacting. I believe it is. It's no, a shock, yeah. but I thought <laughs> So I, looking back, I thought it was, was I went wrong. to a co-ed and I was still hopeless. We are talking about the fellow here that cried as a 12-year-old in Canberra because he yeah, was well, billeted with a girl and a dad had to come and pick life. him up. Yeah. Can okay. you believe, did you hear that story, Reedy? When Rue was playing Sapsar's a footy as a 12-year-old, he went to Canberra and he got billeted with a girl and he cried after night one and his dad had to drive all that way and pick him up. Yeah, I I did hear that and to be honest, I was absolutely disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody hell. She wouldn't come out and play footy with me, she wouldn't play cricket. I I didn't want to play with dolls. (laughs) Uh, Listen, before you go, just a quick one. A little bit in the paper, you're talking about this in the paper, a little bit in the paper, I don't know if you saw when you blokes were on leave, where, where they did a test on toilet paper. Right. Mm-hmm. And the whole test was, you know, the smell of the paper, the texture of the paper. But they actually did the finger test right. as to whether it was strong enough. Right. Oh. And I just wondered how, how they would advertise that yeah. for a job. <laughs> wow. What, what do you, what do you what? actually say? Or oh, I don't know, how do you do it? Or what do you just say to the new bloke on the block, Sisson, son, I've got a job for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just wonder with a new generation how they'd handle that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not easy. You put your finger on it there, Reedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. The generation gap, more than we bargained for this morning. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, relationships are the bed- bedrock of society. How you connect with your people in your life changes everything, changes your mood, changes the way you interact with the you know, co-workers. If there's something not right in the home, you know, it can, can bleed into everything. So, therefore, I want to give people some advice on marriage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is this a love language <laughs> thing that you're doing or is this something on top of that? Nah, look, I just found an article I thought was interesting, so I'm just going to read a few things out. It's a divorce lawyer. <laughs> And they're lovely people. Well, she would see the breakdown of relationships all day, and she'd mm. actually probably be an expert in why they go wrong. So, she'd know more than the average person, she would. So, her name is Carolyn Devries, and she's written a list of five things to look out for right. in a relationship. Okay. And this is not meaning that if this is happening to you, you are going to get divorced. It's just kind of like a couple of signs. It's signs that you could probably steer things in a different direction. Right. You know, yep. there's still hope, of course. Yeah. There's always hope. Yeah. Repetitive arguments, she said, is the number one thing. So if you're having the same fight over and over again. That makes sense. And there's no resolution. No change. No so change. Not, not moving on, just arguing the yeah. same thing over and over. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. So Helen's what you want is fresh right. arguments about new okay. things yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to fight. Have a good argument. A new fight. Be creative <laughs> with your arguing. Yeah, that's right. Um, no common interests outside the kids. So if all if the kids are the only thing you have in common, yeah. you got to sort Struggling. of. Oh, what about the old adage "opposites attract"? So is that not true? Do you think? Or? I think I, I honestly think opposites in maybe a few things is really good. Yeah. But you've got to enjoy doing some of the same stuff because you're going to yeah. spend the rest of your life together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple good of things point. that you mm, like. You don't point. have to like everything the same, yeah. but maybe just one thing you like doing once a week. That's the same thing. Yeah. Um, just once a week. No hanky panky. <laughs> so no touching. Not just sex, but just no touching in general, no physical intimacy. Bit cold. Bit cold because we need physical touch. It's very. Uh, it gives us endorphins. Bit of a release. cuddle here and there. A cuddle so here even and if there. you just walk past in the kitchen, little little tap. On Shake the hands. <laughs> right. Little pinch on the High five. Yeah. Bum grab. Yeah. That sort of thing. All right. Yeah. Um, unequal input. So this isn't just financially. This is like just in general, and it doesn't mean that. 
you know, in some homes you split split it in different ways, so you don't all have to be doing the same thing, but mm. maybe the, the the man takes care of the gardens or whatever. Yeah, always you, take you, the garbage out. You figured out everyone's got a their split. role. As long as people are contributing equally in their own way mm-hmm. and in the way that you've decided, it works. Yeah. And then this one I found really interesting: financial infidelity. So keeping money secret, spending money without telling the other person or not being honest yeah. about how much you're earning mm. and not putting this sort of saying, oh, I earn this much and therefore I put that much in the joint account. To a point where if they found out, they'd be annoyed. Yeah. and Because everyone, if it, you know, spends five or ten bucks yeah. or twenty bucks or maybe fifty sure. or a hundred or... <laughs> ten grand. But not thousands. <laughs> secret Can boob I jobs. Just, just, yeah, well, yeah. Everyone wins anyone, there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, the new bloke. I, I asked this question with some trepidation. Okay. Doesn't every woman sneak off and buy? I know. I've, I've had that dress forever. Well, most, Doesn't that happen in every household? Most peer, most of my peers, they both work now. So maybe yeah. it was like an older thing where the woman didn't really work as much and therefore she was given an allowance. She had to find sneaky ways to buy sneaky, her clothes. Yeah, and... now it's kind of like people spend their own. There's a joint account okay. that you both put money into yeah. and that spills and all that stuff. And then yeah. you're both left with some pocket money yeah. that you spend on your own and no one has to answer questions about yeah. that. Yeah. But if you're not being honest about how much you earn and therefore – Keeping, you know, they're putting a percentage of their wage in that they, and you're keeping more for yourself. Mm. That's when it starts getting a bit, you know, okay, uh, or secret betting accounts and that sort of thing. Oh, they're not allowed to do that. Who's Hang on, that's who's bad. What? <laughs> I've never I'm heard of it. it in my life. No, that <laughs> anyway, so you've just got, follow those rules, and you'll you've gone too be married. Far, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's rude. It's a loss. Triple M. Yeah.